Okay, here we roll. Here we roll. <laughs> Welcome back to Midwest Girls. Uh, we have me, Kylie. I'm Meg. <laughs> and I'm Beth. <laughs> oh, so we're all three back together again, and we're going to bring to you the book of John. And today we're going to kind of dive in into to, uh, chapters one through three. Um, but does anybody have a story that wants to kick us off today? Uh, oh, do we have a story today? You can tell your hair washing story. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So as we're sitting here catching up, being friends before we start recording this podcast, I get a text from my husband. And if you haven't caught on, we have a lot of cows. We have a steer business. I'm talking like 400 cows, you guys. And it just never fails. The day I wash my hair, because let's be real, girls, we don't wash our hair every day. Nope. <laughs> Especially if it's my mop. It's very curly. Um, <laughs> he texts me on hair wash day. Will you help me with the cows tonight? I'm like, ah, I washed my hair. That's what I want to say. <laughs> because there's no going into that barn and coming out not smelling like a cow. That's true. You have to wash your hair. <laughs> so. And then my comment was, well, Jimmy's home. Just have him text Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, you might be getting the text. <laughs> I just washed my hair. I actually, Jesse and I, we have a lot of fun in the barns together, but it, it just seems to always work out that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But anyway, yeah, so we're going to dive into the book of John today. Yeah. So I guess I can read this. But since it's kind of just kind of preparing um, what you might hear here and like to really prepare you and get you in the mindset of John's heart. Mm-hmm. And you can just kind of see why. Jesus just really leaned into him as a friend, his probably his closest friend, his mm-hmm. best friend. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being best friends with Jesus? Man. <laughs> like he like like you to come up to you and talk to you and say, You are who I love greater than all these. Oh, <laughs> thanks, friend. Nobody I did too. Thanks for pumping her chest. But the Gospel of John has seven I am statements, and I don't have them all written out, but I have verses written out here. It's 635, 812, 810, 9, 11, 11, 25, 14, 6, 15, 5. I'll connect them somewhere. So there's no question about what he is doing or saying. These are direct statements of his deity, specifically recalling the revelation of of God's name I am and actually this refers back to Moses in Exodus 3:14. So, what as you read you can tell uh, John is the one who wrote the most famous verse in the whole Bible, John 3:16, mm-hmm. and he hit the nail on the head. Um because Jesus came as the son to show us the Father that he and the Father are one, and that the Father, who is God, loves us. Yeah, so the book of John, yes, it is a gospel. And the gospel, a gospel simply means this, this is someone who walked with Jesus and documented what they saw, what yes. they heard. But it also, John's book kind of comes up as a... Um, What's a, a lawyer would say? Like this is a proving, proving. This is yeah. proving oh. that Jesus is God. Yeah. Like he he a is. Defense. Like, yes, his defense yeah. that he really is God, the, mm-hmm. the Messiah. Everyone had been waiting for. Um, John writes a lot of truth in regards to that in throughout the gospel. Yeah. 
And you can just see, like, you can tell it, the truth just consumed his heart. He was truly on fire. And you can tell that just by the way he writes. And he has this, like, loving compassion to his writing. And I think that reading through this was a good reminder to me. Because I, um, just seeing one of his disciples write this way, it was just, I don't know, refreshing, I guess. It is. It's, um, you can hear the passion he not only had for Jesus, but for telling people, yes, this is him. Yes. Yeah. He's Messiah. You mm-hmm. need him. Yeah. Like it, it's a passionate book. Oh yeah. It's my favorite mm-hmm. book. I know. <laughs> After reading it, I'm like, I kind of really like John. It's it, yeah. It's good. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So John knew it mattered and unashamedly allowed himself and his identity to just fully be wrapped up in Jesus. And in John twenty one twenty, it says the disciple whom Jesus loved. Mm-hmm. And that was referred, he referred to, was referred to as five times. And so none of the other ones were referred to such as, but he specifically pointed out mm-hmm. that, that John was the di- disciple whom he loved. Obviously, he loved all of them, but to be pinpointed meant something. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they were they were really close. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wonder what kind of conversations they had. I know <laughs> it'd be so cool. Anywho, um, okay, so I just to kind of kick things off. Um, I feel like really there's a lot of good material, honestly, in John. But even just at the beginning, um, John one one. Mm. I'm just gonna read um, probably just verses one through five. Um, It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And then also in verse 14 it says, The Word became flesh. Right here, it's talking God was human. He was the Word. He has always been there in the past. He's eternal. Mm -hmm. And this is just kind of the first proof, Mm -hmm. even just first thing in John showing that. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love where it points out, like, these might be my favorite verses of all time. Because it... I think Christians tend to separate Old Testament, mm-hmm. no Jesus, mm-hmm. New Testament, no Jesus. It is when Jesus, <laughs> Jesus came, sorry. Yeah. Um, but that is proven false in these verses right here. All things were created through him. This is verse 3. And without him, nothing was created that was created. Guys, when when God said, let there be light, Jesus was standing right there next to mm-hmm. him. And when God was walking through the garden, you bet that Jesus was probably yeah. there too. And there's other instances in the Old Testament where Jesus... Where it says, um, uh, a, I'm going to say it wrong, but the, an angel of, was it an angel of man? Like a son of yeah, man. Yes. When they yeah. say the angel of yeah. son of man in the Old Testament, um, like when Radshak, Meshach, and Abednego mm-hmm. were in the furnace, they there there are many historians that believe it wasn't just an angel that appeared in the furnace with them, it was Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Jacob, when he wrestled God, he wrestled Christ. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus has been like Beth said has always been he knew he was coming and what he was going to have to endure yeah mm-hmm. so it's it, John here is like y'all you missed it yeah you're missing him he's been here this whole time yeah and he became flesh like uh Beth said um dwelt among us mm-hmm. and we saw his glory the glory as the only son of the father full of grace and truth isn't yes. it funny? Maybe maybe I'm thinking wrong, but all the Gospels, 
everybody usually starts with his birth, like mm-hmm. Jesus's birth, but he's the only one that starts clear back in before Genesis. Yeah, and, or, mm-hmm. and during, yeah, and if you yeah. if you were Jewish back then, you would be well versed. Yeah, in the Old Testament. Yes, and so I believe he's making his case for yes. Jesus. Basically, mm-hmm. he's like, look, he was there. Yeah, it wasn't just. Yahweh wasn't it? He Jesus was with him as yeah. well, yeah. and like like we were saying, these yeah. conversations maybe John had with Jesus. You don't know what he could have told yeah. him. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, yeah. right, this is what it looks like when it went boom. Yeah, yeah. Like, let there be light. Like what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, well, this is not yeah. this is me speculating. Well, I know before we even talked about just like in person and hanging out, you know, Jesus was human, and mm-hmm. it's just like, and he had human characteristics too mm-hmm. and I know Meg mentioned about like have you ever thought about the sense of humor that yeah. he may have had because mm-hmm. it's like the sense of humor we have or what we like you know <laughs> laugh at it's just like Jesus had that too yes. we are made in his image right yeah so it is kind of neat to be like <laughs> how he would talk to people <laughs> I think um which I'll give shout out to the chosen since we use their soundtrack <laughs> so I think that is a perfect depiction of how Jesus would interact especially when you see him like with Peter or when he's calling Matthew like I just love that I always talk about the scene where he's calling Matthew but just like he would get real with his disciples when Peter was just like well don't you know what he's done and he or he says well I'm going to basically call him anyway and he goes I don't get it and he goes you didn't get it when I called you either like just Mm -hmm. like he's just he's witty he's fun and I just and then like the episode three where he's with the children it's just about him loving on the children and Mm -hmm. Like, that's just the reminder of that he loves them, and that's how we are technically mm-hmm. supposed to act is with that childlike faith. Yes. Um, right. But to point out what Beth just read, um, just wanted to point out, and Meg touched on it, but it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And so coming down to 14, it says, the Word became flesh. So mm-hmm. right there, that's where we're saying, like, the Word is Jesus. Yes. And so just reverting those or comparing those two verses is proof that the word was with God, a.k.a. it might as well say in the beginning was the word and Jesus was with God. Mm -hmm. And then it says down in 14, you could switch it and say Jesus became flesh. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, and I love that John says the word. What is the word also, you guys? It's Jesus, but it's also the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot yeah. of people will be, sometimes you hear Christians say, I just want to know what, what God wants to tell me or what he wants me to do with my life. I'm like, you want to hear from God? Read. Yeah. Pick up your Bible. Yeah. It yeah. is the word and God is the word. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what he would tell you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Oh, so going on, so where were we? Uh, I think we could move on to um, John now. Mm-hmm. John yeah. the Baptist. Yes, John the let's Baptist. do that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we're all looking <laughs> at our study notes yeah. that we so, had. Okay. It can be confusing here. So John, the, we're in the Gospel of John, but now we're moving on to actually Jesus' cousin, John mm-hmm. the Baptist. And if you move on, the testimony of John the Baptist technically begins at 15 but kind of picks up more mm-hmm. in 19 yep um john was the witness who cried out uh he who comes after me is preferred before me for he was before me and he's saying there's one that's coming greater than me you need to be ready for mm-hmm. him um so john literally is in the wilderness uh clothed with what what is that fur camel fur camel fur camel mm-hmm. fur yeah 
bugs and honey. Yeah. He's a <laughs> very humble man, but he, he literally just depended on the Lord for all his provision. And uh, he, his sole purpose in life was to prepare the way for Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm pretty sure it's in Luke. I'm sure it's, it mentions it in one of the other ones, too. But in Luke, it talks about Mary and Elizabeth. Yes. Okay. Elizabeth, um, they came together, and they were pregnant at the same time. And actually, John flipped in Elizabeth's belly because he felt his Savior mm-hmm. being near. And I just think that's so cool that even in the womb, he recognized his savior. That's right. And then just like the actually the whole story of John the Baptist is pretty cool. Like just how he got his name. Like his dad went mute until he said the name. Mm-hmm. You just go read it because I don't have any really specific notes on it right now. But like Meg said, John the Baptist was sent to pave the way. Mm-hmm. And I think we as Christians today can take notes from this mm-hmm. because he was paved being the way for Jesus to come the first time. Mm-hmm. But we as Christians are paving the way for Jesus to come the second time. Yeah. And so honest, it's, it's scary, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is true. Cause John yeah. meant a very uh, horrible end. Yes. Sadly, but he will, he, he's in heaven. He's so. residing. <laughs> he's with where he's meant to be. <laughs> um, that, 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 let, let me finish that thought. That doesn't mean we're all going to like meet a horrible end. <laughs> but it's, it's a humbling, I guess, is what the point we're trying to make is there's a humbling here that's like, hey, hey this life I'm living right now is actually not about myself. Mm-hmm. I, I think we get so caught up in uh, pursuing What's going to make me happy? What do mm-hmm. I want in life? And, and those things are fine. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, this life is about Christ. Yeah. Yes. And at the end of the day, do you really love Christ more than the things of this world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's right. something that God's really been in different areas of my life um, testing me with. Mm-hmm. Like, do you love me more than this? Yeah. Do you love me more yeah. than this? And sometimes it's a hard separation. Mm-hmm. It really it, is. It kind of sometimes... Don't think I'm sacrilegious for saying this, but it all it kind of goes against what your heart wants to do. Mm-hmm. So, it, but you have to. I follow the Lord before any one mm-hmm. thing else. Yeah. And John, the Baptist, and John, <laughs> the, the gospel writer, they were the, a very good example of that. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And it is. I mean, what to your point? Like people just live. There's so many people lost to the world because. You know, you got celebrities, you got Mm -hmm. social media and everything's just like, hey, you want this or this is what you should be doing or blah, 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 blah. But the important thing is to remember that Jesus is the ultimate celebrity and he's never Mm going to fade away. The celebrities of this world are going to fade away, but he will not. So why not make him the celebrity that we idolize in our life? And when you Mm -hmm. do everything else comes into perspective yes and those celebrities don't look so hot no no oh i feel bad for you actually yeah yeah i feel bad for you it's like in reality you may have all the money in the world still be miserable but you are still poor you need the lord yeah uh what does it uh what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. sorry homeless person yeah. Um, guys, to be honest, I'm sitting here and listening. I'm like, oh, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> I'm just taking everything. I'm like, it's, it's, well, so tr- it's true. It, it, it is so true. I'm like, wow, yeah. yeah. So, sometimes I get to talking. I'm like, somebody else talk, please. <laughs> I'm just taking everything. Well, in, in all seriousness, before mm-hmm. every podcast, we pray, Holy Spirit, 
come in, take it over, Jesus speak, and sometimes we don't even know what direction we're going to go, <laughs> and, we go and we can't really take credit for it, mm-hmm. it's the Lord. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Um, okay, so back to, back to John. <laughs> um, couple things just reading that um, I was picking up on is kind of through the verses of 19, um, pretty much through 32. I'm not going to read all of it, but pretty much John is baptizing and people are coming and asking him, are you Elijah? He's, are you, the, are you Elijah? And he says, no, I'm not. Are you a prophet? He answers, no, I am not. And they said, then why do you, when, let me look here, verse 24, none of the Pharisees who had sent, been sent questioned, questioned him, why then do you baptize if you are not the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? And John says, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. So right there is kind of how we were talking about John paving the way mm-hmm. of showing like who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. And then even just in the next verse, um, in verse 29, the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, look, the Lamb of God. And I can't help to think, like, when you read it in the Bible, you're like, look, the Lamb of God. But bright lights. Just, yeah, like bright lights. It even says, um, is it in this verse or two? But somewhere in John talks about then like the dove coming down from mm-hmm. heaven and yes. mm-hmm. and it's just like you just read in your Bible like look the Lamb of God but could you imagine John's expression like it's Jesus like look yeah. the Lamb of God like the excitement we get yeah. seeing our friends and different stuff it's like he's seeing the Savior yeah like how cool is that literally the person I've been talking about for years it's yes him. it's him there <laughs> it is and my the NIV which maybe your guys says it too it is, but yeah. um, it says look the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world yes. so Sorry, I forget that. <laughs> I forget. I no, it's okay, but I'm just, I didn't know if you yeah. said that, but like he, I could just imagine somebody like jumping up and down, their yeah. hands are waving, like, like I'm doing now, but just mm-hmm. like, guys, do you get it? it? Do you get it? This yeah. is who's coming and who's coming to save us. He's coming to take away mm-hmm. the sins of this world. This is one I meant when I said, I, a man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Oh, mm-hmm. and that is worship. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you as like a, a mm-hmm. musician, worship leader, yes. former, whatever you want to call me, whatever. Um, yes. It, that that is worship right there mm-hmm. proclaiming mm-hmm. who Christ is mm-hmm. and we get caught up in saying okay this is what worship is no 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 worship is in any way you can bring glory to Jesus mm-hmm. yes and John's like ha, ha, how we should be getting more excited yeah. yes the lamb of God who takes over the sin who yes. takes away the sin of the world John did the most I feel like this, yeah, like you said, worship, the purest form of worship because he is loving Jesus more than yourself. And that is worthy of the son of God. That is worship that is worthy of the son Mm -hmm. of God is when we are loving Jesus more than you love your own life. Yeah. Think about it, guys. These, I, I honestly feel like as Christians these days, these are things we really need to get real Mm -hmm. and think Mm -hmm. about. For real, like uh, if it real life application. Yes, I'll leave that there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So it goes on. He calls Philip and Nathaniel, and Simon and Peter. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andrew. Yes. So he Sorry. Jesus uh, yeah. gets baptized by John, and 
starts his ministry, essentially. Mm -hmm. Up to this point, Jesus was a humble carpenter in Nazareth. He's, what, 30, 32? What's, what did he start? 32? 30. Oh, for some reason, I think he's 30, but maybe he's 32. I don't really know. I mean, Jesus is in his 30s, about our age. And he, I feel like there's this pressure on people to to figure out your life in your 20s. <laughs> yeah. And I, I often go, you hey, know, Jesus is 30. <laughs> and I, I just turned 30. I'm like, I feel like, like, what, what am I supposed to, I feel like I don't have it together. <laughs> I, I always laugh and I'm like, yeah, 30 is that age. I'm an adult. I'm respected. I'm this. I'm like, I feel nothing different. Nope. <laughs> I think we're going to feel that. I know, really. I think until we get to heaven, we're going to just feel incomplete. Yeah. So, okay. It's it's, it's <laughs> Yeah. We will be completely perfect then. Until then, mm-hmm. we do our best. Uh. Um, so Jesus really starts his ministry. He has not revealed himself to really anyone, really anyone other yeah. than his mm-hmm. parents, probably not yeah. even his siblings. Yeah. James, yeah. his brother James, which is another book, he didn't recognize Jesus mm-hmm. for who he was until after he was crucified and yeah. ascended. Yeah. So he didn't even reveal himself to his mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Yeah. It was really probably just... Mary and Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I Jesus can tell him himself us himself someday. <laughs> <Yeah>. There were more. <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. he starts the ministry and I gotta like different like for a minute there. That would be hard to start that without the support of your family. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Like Yeah. Like, he, he probably had his yeah. mom. Everyone's got your mom. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Go save the world. Like, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but he did have his father in heaven. That's yes. right. That's right. <laughs> but then we move into um, his first miracle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is Jesus changes the water into the wine. And um, it's just so the wine had gone, which... You know, what they drink mostly back then. And it's a big deal at a wedding. Oh, it's back a, then. yes. <laughs> like you, for a Jewish mm-hmm. wedding, you, you brought out all the stops. You yes. took away all the stops. What's that saying? You got the best, best wine, of the, best. the best food, the best decorations. You did not want to send your daughter or your son out in shame. And they partied like, for days. Yes, mm-hmm. it was literally days. You're right. It was that they had to feed this party. Yes. <laughs> like any amount of party. Yes. Okay. And so. And when we say party, we don't mean like party hard, getting drunk. No. Kind of party. Celebration. It was, it was a celebration. It's a true, pure celebration. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So they to run out of wine at this wedding would have brought disgrace upon yes. this family. Mm-hmm. Like it was a embarrassment, mm-hmm. and no one wants to be in that situation. No. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she, I love it. I <laughs> I laugh here because my husband calls me woman from time to time. <laughs> so Mary, this is a Mary. His Jesus's mother comes up to Jesus and says, "They have no wine." And Jesus goes, woman, what does, <laughs> why do you involve me? What does this have to do with me? My, my hour has not yet come. So we can see Jesus here still pulling back. Like, I'm not going to fully reveal mm-hmm. myself yet. I've just mm-hmm. called these few disciples. I'm not doing this yet, mom. Mm-hmm. And she goes, just 
turns to the servants. I love Mary. I feel like we're probably similar. She goes, whatever he says to you, do it. <laughs> she just goes, nope, Jesus. Nope, you're helping our friends. We need wine. Uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that his mom was there for his first miracle. <laughs> it's like the push off the edge. Uh, but I love it. Like, she just has complete faith in him. She yeah. turns to the servants, whatever he says yep. to you, do it. And he said, fill the jars with water. So they filled them mm-hmm. to the brim. And then he told him, now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. They did so, and the master of the banquet tasted the water and it, that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Then he called the bridegroom aside and said, everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you saved the best till now. Mm-hmm. So, is so, it that just... Jesus, yes. Jesus, yes. Jesus makes good wine. Yes. <laughs> just prove that literally everything that comes from him is it's good. good. Yeah. <laughs> and even how we were talking about um, Jesus revealing himself and is, like, has taken some time and he has not revealed himself to anything. Um, even then... In verse 11, chapter 2, verse 11, it says, What Jesus did here in Canaan of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory. Mm-hmm. And his disciples believed in him. Yeah. That would. I mean, like, you would just, be, as a disciple, be sitting there. They're at this party, and they're mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look what just happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so cool. If it hasn't been said yet, you guys, you can take out your Bibles and read this along. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Please do. Okay. I think I really want to, I love Jesus when he clears the temple courts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, if you've heard of this, this is, I don't know why I like it so much. Maybe it's because he comes in and, like, flips over flips the table. Flips over the table. It's, it kind yeah. of is a righteous anger. Yeah. yeah. It, it, everyone, like, not everyone, there's the stigma that Jesus just loved, and of course he did, obviously, but he mm-hmm. also was truthful yeah he was perfect grace and perfect truth mm-hmm. and he did not shy away from speaking the truth he, uh, go ahead kylie <laughs> <laughs> and it, i might as well just read it so yeah, yeah. when it was almost time for the jewish passover everybody came from miles and miles around for this G- jesus went up to jerusalem in the temple courts he found people selling cattle sheep and doves and others sitting at tables exchanging money So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple courts, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. His disciples remembered that it is written, zeal for your house will consume me. Hmm. The Jewish... Or do we want to talk about that? The Jews then responded to him, what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this jesus answered them destroy this temple and i will raise it again in three days Hmm. they replied it has taken 46 years to build this temple such a human answer (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) and you are going to raise it in three days but the temple he had spoken of was his body after he was raised from the dead, his disciples recalled what he had said. Then they believed the scripture and the words that Jesus had spoken. Mm. Now, while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, many people saw the signs that he was performing and believed in his name. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Shoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a deep one. It is. It is because it's just like he wasn't just like the word was not just pre-existent but co-existent. So he was there the whole time and he has the ability to just see into each of our hearts mm-hmm. and just truly know who we are. Yeah. And he still wanted to pursue us. <laughs> yeah. It's shocking. It is shocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um I think yeah. what really kind of sticks out to me is um, in verse 19 when he says, destroy this temple and we'll raise it up in three days. I mean, this is just starting to talk about Jesus revealing himself. Yes. And he already knows the outcome of his death. Yeah. And just what he's going to be going through. Like, he knows everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, like he, you know, he's just starting to reveal and he's also saying like, I'm going to be crucified, you know, and then I'm going to raise again in three days. But it's just, it's crazy to think like he knew what path he was going to be on. So yeah, it's kind of cool to see, to see that. (laughs) (laughs) And I think what my thought is in this and like they're making profits in the father's house for their own selfish gain. But, Mm -hmm. and so I can't like, the church isn't obviously meant to do that. So it's mm-hmm. meant for, inve- not meant to be banks. They're meant to invest in people yes. and, and saving of the people. And just, he walk, can you imagine walking yeah. in and that's what he sees? No wonder he was flipping yeah. tables. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> um, it kind of goes back to those, um, also as far as like Jesus being human. Yes, he is the son of God he has the characteristics of a human being. Because I think people are always just like, oh, you know, Jesus, he's so loving. He's so kind. He forgives everybody. He gets angry too. Yeah. You know, he, there's it's clearly... There's, yeah, I was going to say, there's... I mean, it talks about a lot about, you know, he hates saying, you know, he... Um, the book of Job is completely different and everything, but he allows, like, different trials and temptations to happen. And, like, mm-hmm. he clearly gets angry yeah. So. yeah and he was still without sin yes. so that, yes that shows us that there is a way to handle your anger there's help and there's yes. a verse that says do not anger in your sin do not anger what is it sin but do, do not be angry, angry but, but do, do not, not sin. sin yes so there mm-hmm. is a correct way actually to be angry you guys like kind of like it's a personal annoyance of mine when you are like and you're like, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it actually says in the, like, don't go to bed angry. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, Cancel it. Yeah. It, he's basically a, a healthy anger is, you know, it happens, something happens, you get angry about it, but you're willing to face it and fix it mm-hmm. right then. And you're not going to hold a grudge. Even if you're not quite ready to fully talk about it, you're going to healthily say, I will come back to this mm-hmm. and I'm going to cool off and come back. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I wish I was better. <laughs> I'm getting better. Oh. All right. So, any, moving on to three? Yeah, let's do moving it. Three, three is like a, it's got some heavy, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. good heaviness in it. Yeah. So, I think get this, your Bibles out. This is also, a, I think, a chapter that people, I don't want to say tend to skip over, but for the lack of a better Sentence. They don't dig in. Yes. I, I know this. Yeah. I know this. But dig into what it's really saying here. Yeah. Yes. So, do you want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is chapter three is where Jesus teaches Nicodemus. And now, so we're in the dead of night, which you'll hear. 
Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs that you were doing if God were not with him. So first of all, Nicodemus didn't want to be seen mm-hmm. with Jesus, obviously. That's why they met at night. And he knows, th- we know you are the teacher who has come from God, so he already knows that he has this special thing about him. Mm-hmm. He knows he's from God. Yeah. And I think it's important to point out that Nicodemus wasn't just a Jew. He was a ruler yes. of mm-hmm. the Jews. He was a Pharisee. Yes. These people were, high like, up. high up in yeah. Jewish society. They mm-hmm. were con- they were respected. They were uh, sought after in council. Mm-hmm. So Nicodemus, like Kylie said, there's a reason he's going to the dead of night. He, he can tell Jesus is probably who he says he is, but he's, like, kind of protecting his reputation yes. right now. Because back then, so they were under Roman rule, but he was the the high guy in Jewish society. He was a teacher. Yes, Mm -hmm. he was a teacher. And so Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. So he just said right off the bat, hey, very true, this is the truth. Mm -hmm. No one can see the kingdom unless you are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. (laughs) Such a world. (laughs) Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. I ran on my sentences, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's flowing nicely. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and do you not understand these things? Oh, can I stop you? Everyone's yes. laughing yeah, away. Do. Like, Jesus' is frustration. Like, like what this, is, this is his chosen people. Yeah. Yeah. This is God's people whom he loves. You know, he loves everyone, but the Jews were chosen. And he's going, how do you not know this? How do you not know this? Like, it has to hurt him, actually. Yes. Like, yes. oh. And you're, like, high up. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah. But why? But why? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you uh, that's not like I envisioned. But why? Yes. I don't get it. Oh, oh, do not. Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. Mm. I have spoken to you of earthly things and you do not believe me. Or do you do not believe? How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? Mm. No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. Like, he's basically challenging Nicodemus in 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you these earthly things and you don't believe. How are you going to believe the heavenly things? Mm-hmm. So he's, it's a challenge. Like, okay, you don't even believe this. Why would I reveal more to you? Yeah. Like, you're not, yeah, okay, yeah. I like that. And it's funny because it even, so in Habakkuk, 
And I always say that wrong. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I would say Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Yeah, See, Habakkuk. I heard that, but then I've heard it other the this way. So now I'm like, I don't know what it is anymore. Haba 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 haba. But he basically there is just asking. <laughs> I'm just, trying to silent laugh over here, and the Meg starts laughing. Haba. <laughs> But basically asking God to reveal what his plan is. And he's just like, I'm not going to tell you because you won't believe me. So obviously this is not a new thing for them to be dealing with. He starts speaking (laughs) in um, a parable almost. Yes. Jesus loved parables. Yes. Mm -hmm. He wanted you, he he wanted people to grasp the spiritual Mm -hmm. things, the heavenly things Mm -hmm. he was speaking about. In parables, so yes. he's, that's how he's challenging Nicodemus right now. He he says something he would understand with Moses lifting mm-hmm. up the serpent. Yeah. He's like, okay, Moses lifted this up. You're a teacher. You should know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, son of man must be lifted up that way too. And at that point, I'm thinking Nicodemus is thinking, okay, all yeah. right, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jesus continues with the most famous verse in the Bible. Yes. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. Stop. (laughs) Yes. Let's break it down. Okay. We all know it. I mean, maybe you don't. Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world, gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him is not perished, have eternal life. Yay, everyone stops there. Yeah, I know. I hate that. <laughs> really the truth, That's why I was thinking the same thing. The yeah. best verse comes next. Yes. He, God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through the world, he, he oh my gosh, mine's different than yours, but though the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. Mm-hmm. Here's where people don't like it. But he who does not believe is condemned already Mm -hmm. because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. I'm sorry to just like reread that, but you can't Mm -hmm. summarize it better. Um, Everyone wants to hear, God saves me. He Mm -hmm. saved the world. Yes and amen. But if you do not believe in the name of Jesus, if you do not call in the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. you are already condemned, my friend. Mm -hmm. If you do not come to the cross and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, there is no salvation for you. Mm-hmm. And the world will tell you that's not true. And even Christianity, I, I, here we go. Uh, <laughs> like, it will, it will try to water this down for you. Mm-hmm. Guys, you have to repent and come to the cross. Mm-hmm. There is no room for those who will not make, who will not honor Jesus with everything in their life. Yes. You have to come to him. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. <laughs> and it, and it, this this goes into that here. In verse 19, this is the verdict that light has come into the world and mm-hmm. men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Mm-hmm. Guys, the truth is our nature, we love the darkness rather than we love the light. To get rid of the darkness in us is uncomfortable. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's yes. uncomfortable. It takes a humbling. Mm-hmm. It takes a being honest, I don't know how else to explain it. You have mm-hmm. to humble yourself and go, I do not have it all together. Yeah. If you read my blog, mm-hmm. you know I really don't. <laughs> but it's just like, you have to almost come, like, it's like almost right before you come to the cross, you come to a self-awareness. Yeah, And you come to a, like, and, and, I'm no good. And yeah. don't you think the, that, especially Paul's books, 
speak of those who are delusion yes. and delusion. Yes. Um, Jesus says it too. There's mm-hmm. great deception. Yeah. When you're saved, it's like yeah. your eyeballs are finally open. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like everything else, I was living in this cloud. Oh my gosh, Lord, I was in the cesspool and I thought I was swimming in a swimming pool. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's almost like clear back in the Garden of Eden when she took, Eve took the bite of the apple and her eyes just got opened up to mm-hmm. everything yes. and sin yeah. entered. And it's just like, now you're truly seeing sin. Yeah. Yes, for what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it separates you from mm-hmm. the Lord. And we, if you don't come to that understanding, you are condemned, guys. Mm-hmm. We all are born with the sin nature and we love it more mm-hmm. than we love the light so choose to love the light more mm-hmm. than the darkness yeah yeah because in romans three twenty three, for the wages of sin is death and that's if you are not saved mm-hmm. that is the wage of sin you mm-hmm. eternal death and i think t- verse 20 here it shows why we why this is an uncomfortable thing okay mm-hmm. why it's uncomfortable to to go against that darkness nature in us. Mm-hmm. For everyone who does evil hates light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. I love that word mm-hmm. exposed yes, right there. Yes, me like, too. <laughs> I've been caught. Yeah. I'm yeah. exposed. This is really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. like, yeah. this is Jesus speaking. Like, he gets it. Well, I mean, I'm doing another reference back to the Garden of Eden. But, you know, the first thing they did was they realized they were naked. Yeah. They yes. felt exposed. Yep. You feel exposed. You feel vulnerable mm-hmm. when you realize you can see sin for the fir- true sin for the first yeah. time. Yeah. And he who does, but he who does the truth, this is verse 21, comes to the light that it may reveal that his deeds have been done in God. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Jesus has that grace. We we're, When we come to Jesus, it doesn't mean we're going to be perfect. Yes. I will point out here, though, it doesn't mean you get to just keep on sinning and be okay mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. It, you got to repent, y'all. Yeah. I, yeah. And there's a huge lie going around right now that you can just sin and Jesus will, See, will cover no. you. No, mm-hmm. my friend. He um, wants you to attempt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says, I want to say that's Romans. I, I wish I had this verse, but shall we keep sinning by no means no you it is a salvation question at that mm-hmm. point where are you saved or are you not yeah. because when you have the holy spirit sin grieves you inside mm-hmm. yeah you can't just do it without feeling guilty yeah. Okay? yeah okay so if you're in that boat of uh, a habitual sin in your life or just any sin honestly mm-hmm. and you're you're not feeling convicted Mm-hmm. You need to check yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like, and this is, this is me talking to myself as well. Mm-hmm. There's been times in my life where I, I, I fell for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm passionate about it at this point. And I don't mean to throw churches under the bus, but there are just so many surface churches that will not go deeper than this right here. Yeah. We yeah. pray to you and yay, you're saved. Yeah. And okay, yeah. it doesn't stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, there's more to it. And I think that's the thing is it, most people think, think it does stop there, but in reality, the darkness creeps back in, and mm-hmm. then it's still there, and the darkness can't comprehend the light. And Jesus yeah. wants to walk this life with you. It's not a one-and-done moment. It's yeah. like, how, would you call your dad once and say, love you, dad, <laughs> yeah. and not talk to him the rest of your life? Yeah. yeah. Like, let's put it into some like, the human context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants to come in and fix everything that sin and this world has turned upside down. Yes. And yes, it is uncomfortable mm-hmm. yes. a lot of the time. It's very uncomfortable. But it's what he does. Yeah. And you're great. In the end, you're better for it. Yeah. yeah. I think the, most, the best thing when you're uncomfortable is to think you're only uncomfortable for five seconds. But if you don't switch it, you're going to be uncomfortable the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so... 
get uncomfortable. Get used to that feeling. I was like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just, like, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> yes. Who cares? I feel like we've, we've all been all just like that. that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, I think it does come with some age. Like, it, you just mm-hmm. don't care yeah. Yeah. anymore what yeah. people really think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I have my, my sweet husband. I've got Jesus. I've got my... Yeah, I've got the people who matter to yes. me. That's what I'm trying to say. And that I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> we literally all just walked in where you were saying things that would used to bother us. And we're like, you know what? We just don't care. We don't care. <laughs> we just don't care. And you know why we don't care? It's because we ha- we have found A the... Peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the, the well that does not run dry. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yes. We have found Jesus. And he goes, hey, you know what? I love you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have that living water that sustains you. We'll get there. Yes. Is it John? Oh, man. Oh. It's but, next. It's, it's, it's next. next. Yeah. <laughs> it's chapter four. Uh, Stay with us, yes. guys. <laughs> but that'll be the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Jesus or John testifies about Jesus. So really, we don't have to read through word for word unless mm-hmm. there's something specifically you want to talk about no. in these verses. Mm-hmm. I think mainly I wanted to read is 327. Go ahead. Okay. To this, John replied, a person can receive only what is given for them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him. And this is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine and it is now complete. He must become greater. I must become less. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just like, I think one of my favorite verses yeah. in the whole book. And that giving just so God the glory goes against human nature too. Yes, mm-hmm. it we, does. we want the glory. Yes. yes. And, but no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus gets all glory. It's truly, it's like the song, come to your, Have You Come to the End of Yourself? Mm-hmm. And it's just like this right here. To make him greater, you have to come to the end of yourself. You have to put him higher than yourself. Mm-hmm. And you must become less. Mm-hmm. And when you become less, people see him first. And it's it, it, it's a freedom, mm-hmm. honestly. Because yeah. then it's like where John says, therefore this joy of mine is fulfilled. Yes. It's like, a, oh, it's, you kind of come to that point where you don't care anymore. You yeah. just yeah. care about Jesus. Like, yes. But that's all right. And Yes. Because he is good. Yes. And he's got me. And I don't need this world. Yeah. It's not my home. Yes. Oh, it's such a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kylie, just after those, after verse 30, I do just want to continue on just yeah. to 31, just because it almost just kind of re- reiterates about yes. being less than God and giving him the glory and he's greater. Um, 31, it says, the one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. So it's just like right there again and saying, you know, Jesus is above all. He is from heaven. We're just here walking on the earth and everything that really the creation is, you know, God's mm-hmm. as well. It's yes. Just, yeah. And isn't it funny? The next sentence is he testified to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Yeah. <laughs> whoever has accepted it has certified that God is truthful for the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God mm-hmm. for God gives the spirit without limit the father loves the son and has placed everything in his hands whoever believes in the son has eternal life mm-hmm. but whoever rejects the son will not see life for God's wrath mm-hmm. remains on him I think I, that is 
where it says, um, whoever believes in the son has eternal life. I think that's like the third time already that he has stated that. Yeah. You can hear his passion. Yeah. Yes. He will save you. He will save you. Yes. (laughs) In God's wrath, I would be terrified. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's terrifying. That's another thing. People don't fear God anymore. No. No. Don't get me started. There is a healthy fear of God. (laughs) What was it? Um, oh, I forget. Who said what they said? Do you want God to be fair? It, it was, like, you really, no, it was just I like, don't. No, <laughs> no, you do not. Because like, no, Exodus. Do you really want him to be fair? Think of Exodus <laughs> or not Exodus? No, yeah, no, is in Exodus, Genesis, Genesis. Now he's talking about Noah. Noah's oh, in Genesis. Yeah, okay. um, Exodus, Exodus. And the, the truth is, guys, is we are right now without Jesus. Wow. She just hit her hand. Ow! Okay. I thought she was flicking me. Without Jesus, we're all under God's wrath. Mm-hmm. If you have not accepted him as Savior, you're under God's wrath. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Scary place to be. Yes. Get right with the Lord right now. Mm-hmm. Time's running out. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I can't believe I was thinking it was in Exodus for a second. It's all right. <laughs> I got excited. Exodus! I was trying, and I was trying to Genesis. call her down by shooting yeah. something out her. And, and then I went to, I was really I went to deflect, this. and then oh, I hit man. my hand on the counter. <laughs> Poor thing. Sorry, sidetrack. Right, but good, definitely a lot of good stuff in John. Oh, so next time we'll be doing four through six. Six. Mm-hmm. Unless, Unless there's like a big chunk that we yeah. want to really yeah. talk about. We're, we, we want to encourage you guys, jump into this. Yes. Study it. John is full of so much stinking truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John's yeah. a good first book to, if you have never read the Bible, mm-hmm. John. Yeah. And we, we, we realize this is lengthy, but we really, we get passionate about the word because it is life. Yes. It pumps us up. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I hope you feel pumped up too. Yes. Anybody else? I, I thought you were going to say something. No, I think. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, if you guys have any questions, just you can reach out email to us. us. Yeah, you can or email site. us. You can uh, talk to us on social media. Um, we're Project 6-8 Ministry across the board. If you want to email us any questions, you can actually um, email us at project68ministry at gmail.com. Or you can honestly just go on our website and there's little question boxes. And mm-hmm. it says, like, how can we pray for you? And I, and just other things like that. And you can just type it in right there. Yep. So thanks for joining us. And until next time. See ya.